Welcome back to Point of View. As always, thank you so much for sharing your point of view with us. We love getting your feedback and we want to try something just a little bit different tonight with your feedback. I put some posts out on Twitter and Facebook. You can see here I asked you um, on both places, what are you most concerned about in America right now? We, we get so much feedback from you, obviously, about the things that you're concerned about, worried about for the future of our nation. So I want to ask you on social media, hey, what, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges? So I want to share some of those things with you tonight. Also want you to know that we've got an outstanding conversation going on all the time on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I'm doing everything I can to respond to every single comment, especially when we're talking about you know, questions like this where you can create this great dialogue. So please, if you haven't already liked our Facebook please page, please go to facebook.com forward slash POV now and check it out. So let's get to some of these comments here for you and we'll go through some of them. And I've got some other things I want to share with you. But um, uh, you can see here from Thomas Frank, you know, a government who puts their citizens last when it comes to our resources that are better used on our own families. Not our fault. The government and those involved have made our cost of living higher than it should be. The government and public systems uh, cost more than it's worth. No public employee should be above the average citizens. Leadership lives the high life and doesn't care about the average people, includes all public offices. Once someone finds the numbers of all the spending, they never cry about it publicly. Thomas, thank you for that feedback. And folks, I, it, it is incredible to me. And I know you and I all see this, but this is why we talk, talk about draining the swamp. And so they end up going out and creating policies and things. And this was a, a message from a lot of you but that end up doing the special interest thing, right? They carve out these little special interest groups so they can continue to save their own political life rather than saving middle America and your lives. And I think that's where many of us are saying, look, please, enough is enough. Like we, we, we see, so I'll get to some of these in a moment, but they keep talking about identity politics and whatnot. Like, please, let's have all of us to see each other as Americans, as humans, and let's focus on the things that bring us together so that we can be the United States of America again. I think all of us um, are looking for that. So Thomas, thank you for that feedback there. Uh, the current administration's policy is making the USA look weak and divided. There will never be free and fair elections in this country again. If you look at what's going on with HR1, many people are concerned about how they're trying to nationalize their elections. You know, that's past the House. We don't think it's gonna get through the Senate. They need 60 votes there. But hey, if they get rid of the filibuster, who knows? Who knows, folks? So we will see how that plays out. Susan says this. There are so many since January 20th uh, when this administration took over. But just one would be what Biden is doing to our country by doing away with President Trump's immigration policies that were working. This is a huge concern. We now have a crisis on our border that Joe Biden is responsible for. And since everyone but him acknowledges it, I don't see him having the decency or the common sense to put back in those policies in place before he took office. So I want to share this with you. Um, Cheryl Atkinson, I'm sure many of you know her, does great work as a reporter. I think she was with CBS for quite some time. She's got her own show now. Uh, but I want to share with you what she what she did here. At the end of 2018, 2,000 illegal immigrants a day were being intercepted at the southern border. You may remember the MPP program that President Trump had was basically called Wait in Mexico or Quédate in Mexico if you speak Espanol. Um, but uh, there's a piece here that she talks about that I think is really, really important where you've got people now that are coming in with COVID-19. And that obviously has got many, many people concerned. And there's got another piece here about what's going on at the southern border in Arizona. 
Tucson getting overwhelmed. She talks about now under the new Biden administration policies, most of the people that are coming in illegally, uh, according to her, are going to be able to stay within the U.S. They'll be being put up at the U.S. taxpayer expense. We've talked often now about the releasing people without COVID-19 tests. We talked about this actually a while ago here on the show where we said, hey, look, you know, right now in Brownsville, Texas, you've got people that are actually testing positive for covid And Brownsville says we don't have any authority to stop them from getting on buses and traveling all over the nation. Think about what you and I were told from the CDC and other places if you wanted to go travel anywhere and hadn't even tested positive for COVID yet and what was going on there. And I think that's why you see such a division right now. So many people go, wait a second. So if if I'm an American citizen, I got to go to the back of the line, essentially. Shouldn't I be at the front of the line? And I think that's why you see the Make America Great Again or Put America First policies from former President Donald Trump resonating with so many people because we were starting to rebuild middle America. And that gets into the identity politics. You know, we, we, we hear it all the time, but if you look at unemployment within Black America, Latino America, I mean, it was going gangbusters. And I, and I share with you what's happened at the southern border right now. There was an incredible story recently down at the um, Texas southern border, counties that for at least when it was 2016. I mean, Hillary Clinton won those counties in Texas by a long shot, by a long shot. And yet over the weekend, believe it or not, there was an actual Trump rally in those counties, right? Their voters are being so overridden. There's such a crisis right now down there at that southern border of Texas that they had people getting out and holding a Trump rally in those really typically blue counties. And I think that's where you start to see that make America great again or America first policies resonating with Latinos because they they get it. They understand understand supply and demand. Look, if there's not a lot of jobs out there and we've had unemployment now with COVID and then you bring in a big supply of uh, low wage workers, that doesn't bode well for a lot of people. So I want to share one more thing with you here is that also on Twitter, I just want to bring this up because we've had uh, incredible response on Twitter as well. When I asked, what are you most concerned about? What's going on in America right now? We've been responding. At least I have to a lot of these comments. So please, if you want to join us on Twitter, um, go and you can see spread of socialism and corrupt politicians is one of the things being said. Election integrity, communist socialist agenda, uh, being canceled, voting rights, COVID, economic recovery. So great conversation taking place on Facebook, on Twitter. If you want to check me out, it's at Chris Berg POV. Again, at Chris Berg, POV. And of course, you can always share your point of view here on the show. Email us, text us, leave us voicemails. When we come back, U.S. News and World Report just announced the top states in the nation. We're going to share you share with you either between North Dakota and Minnesota who came in at number two. Stick around. Much more coming up right here on Point of View. 